The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Hey, uh, Jalen Nye, let's not forget that uh, coming up at about 425, we'll have your word of the day. Word of the day! Uh, for your afternoon news, winter holiday getaway, joining Jalen Nye and I, is that how you say it? Or Jalen Nye and, and me, me, on our nine-day winter holiday to the beautiful beaches of Montego Bay, Jamaica. We're leaving January 19th. Montego you could win your way there. Bay. It's going to be a good trip. And it was funny because I had someone... Um, email this morning saying, okay, well, I had set my phone for it, but I missed it. How do I find? So I had to explain to go back and go into the I know who that was because I got one too. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty easy. And she's been on the trips before. Right. Uh, If you put in, uh, if you ever... Should we be telling people this? What the heck? You're all, we're all friends. If you can't be there at 425, we can't repeat the word for you. We can't give it to you by email or text. Well, it's not but that we can't. We, we won't. We won't, right. So Because the idea is you're supposed to be listening at 425. But if you Google, if you have a hard time finding it on the oh, website, sorry. if you Google 630Chad Audio Vault... It'll come up in the Google listings yeah. one or two. It's afternoon news, Audivault. And Even then there's better. a time thing. Yeah. You just click on the time. You just click on the and time and play it. Mm, yeah, 425 be about halfway across the 4 o'clock hour. Boom. And there it is. Nice and easy. Exactly. Um, so we talked about uh, smoking. We've talked about parking tickets. We've talked about speeding. Yeah. Um, there's some talk also about LRT safety. Not not safety of the line, safety or like that. <laughs> yeah. Let's not go there. Um, but just talk about... You know, inside the buildings and being on uh, the trains and, and what's needed and what more may or may not be. It's an interesting. Uh, it's an interesting study. Police data from January first, two thousand fifteen to June fourteenth of this year uh, looked at violence and disorder calls specific to LRT. Um, The data provided indicates 2,277 calls were received and classified as crime or disorder, either on trains or in LRT stations. The bright side of the news is that there's fewer of these incidents, and one of the reasons is a program called CPTED, which stands for Crime Prevention Through Environmental Design. (laughs) And it's interesting. It's sort of a fascinating the moment. Which I didn't think of, mm. but it's all about how they design the LRT of stations, course. right? So people can see from open across spaces. the street, open space, lots, lots of, of light. light, right? Um, no, no brainer, exactly. And you know, it seems it's like anything else. At three o'clock in the afternoon, it's the safest place in the world, right? Eleven o'clock at night, maybe might not. not feel that way, right? So, and there's, but what's happened is some stations, of course, were designed long ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, they need to be upgraded. So those stations have been identified. I know Tody Katarina, city councilor, complained about the lighting and other safety features in a lot of uh, or in a couple of north side stations, and he's pushed for upgrades to be considered in the next uh, capital budget. No, Andrew and I are going to be honest here. We don't use the LRT a whole lot. We Do might not. use it uh, a couple of times a year to go to a concert or maybe to a football game, something like that. Yep. So if you use the LRT, let us know what you think about it at six thirty, six thirty. Love to hear from you on that one I I you know again I, I I can't put a whole lot of input into it because when I'm using it I'm surrounded by throngs of people. well exactly usually going to a game exactly right? yeah. going to a game I mean we have used it uh, a couple of times to go down to the 104th Street market just park our car at Century uh, Century or 
whatever and yep. do it and do it that way but that's during daytime peak, peak hours yeah, yeah. It, it is interesting though it, you know it's rare that we talk about lrt let's be honest and uh in glowing terms but I will, because some of the things that they've done, uh, you know, obviously make a lot of sense. Like I said, designing them so that you can see everywhere, they're well lit, the parking lots are well lit, you know, identifying the areas where crime takes place and saying, well, let's put lights on it, let's make them accessible and easy to see. But they've also got a full-time team of nine police yeah. officers, right? That was assigned back in 2016. 14 transit peace officers also assigned. And the idea there, of course, is to cut down the uh, response time if an alarm goes or if somebody calls for help. So I think those are great. Now, 78% of users surveyed said they felt satisfied with their personal safety while waiting at an LRT station. The 2019 goal is to get that up to 80%. Yeah. And maybe it's unrealistic. When we talk about um, goals, shouldn't the goal be 100%? Shouldn't 100% of the people feel safe on the LRT? Well, uh uh, I, I would suggest that that would be the obvious, obvious goal, yeah. but let's make it realistic this year. I, I suppose. Okay. I suppose. I mean, the goal for the Edmonton Eskimos would be to win every game. I think that's, a, <laughs> well, now not possible, but I think that's a pretty good goal. But you'll remember, was it uh, la last year, those swarming incidents at some of the LRT stations that were just absolutely horrific? Those uh, groups of teens, and they, they caught yes. them, and they, they've charged them with a, a slew of uh, with uh, crimes. But I mean, just that one of that one person being kicked yeah. in the back down, down the, the stairs. Down the stairs, right. Well, here's the statistics uh, on that. 114 reports of violent crimes uh, across the city in 2016 at LRT platforms. Now, these it takes a couple of years, right? So we mm -hmm. won't get 2017, 2018 for a couple of years, but it has been yeah. going down. It was 270 violent crimes back in 2015. Yeah. That, I mean, that could also reflect... A, a, you know, a redistribution of population. I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen. When a, when a city's busy yeah. uh, economically, there's all kinds of more people. And so there can be other factors. But I, I know that I, and Andrew Knack, when he was in, was talking about this. This is one of the areas that he's working on. But he, he wasn't talking about it on air. We were talking about it off air, as we often do with our guests, uh, because that was not the topic we booked him for. Um, but he's... Uh, gotten quite an interest in this because it had not been his experience uh, as a citizen that the LRT stations were not safe but it was <laughs> his experience as a counselor when he started looking into the reports mm -hmm. and actually going to visit the LRT stations at different times mm -hmm. that he realized oh yeah there are some concerns here and and the, the last thing I'll say on this when we're talking about designing these buildings or designing these LRT stops this is the reason why when the city says they're going to build something, I don't care if it's a parkade or an LRT station or a bridge or anything else, and then it starts to run over on cost, and they start cutting corners to say, well, you know, like, let's get rid of the parkade or let's get rid of, you know, let's bring it back. You can't do that. It has to be in the negotiation process so that it doesn't go over cost like it did, like they did with the Walterdale Bridge, because it's these kind of features that get cut where they say, well, you know, what if we had half as many lights in the parking lot? Or what if, you know what I mean? You can't allow that to happen. The biggest argument, not argument, but the biggest concern you and I have had is about Century when it comes to the LRT, is about Century and the lack of parking, right? But the original design for Century had a ton of parking. Yeah, now it's going to be condos and... Right. 
And, but that was part of the cutback yeah. when they started looking at the cost and the overruns, and they went, okay, well, let's get rid of the parking. But there's a reason why all of that was a component of the original you design. Know, they were listening to Michael Walters, I think it was this morning as well, and they started talking about heritage, and, and, mm. and I still can't wrap my head around the whole bus thing. So, <laughs> I, that was funny there, the way you said that. Get on a bus mm. to get the. It just, just seems to me. Well, they're supposed to go hand in hand, right? I, I think about Toronto, and I'm probably most familiar with it because I spent so much time. So, I would take buses to get to subways in Toronto. And you pretty much figure it out yeah. after a time, right? And if you had to go out to Mississauga, you pretty much figure out where the overlap is between the mm -hmm. two transits so that you can switch buses and that kind of thing. So as long as it makes sense, and as long as the schedule is convenient, and as long as you know where the stop is and all that as kind of stuff. As long as traffic is moving properly. and Right. The other problem becomes that our climate in Edmonton is considerably different than that of Toronto or Vancouver. Mm -hmm. So you... How frequently does a bus have to come in the winter for you to feel as though that's a good system and that that's the way to get to the LRT? Because a lot of people would prefer to drive to the LRT the and then go. Sure. Right. Rather than I stand no, at a bus stop. No interest in driving my car to a parking lot to get on a bus mm. to be dropped off at an LRT station. And maybe that's a function of, please don't be offended by what I'm about to say. Maybe that's a function of age because my kids use the system flawlessly they know when the bus is coming so they don't stand outside they, your daughter has a car and your she does kid now yours yours right so yeah he does to go to work but as far as going to university i mean every day he goes for and has mm -hmm. for years and, and for high school as well he takes the bus and he knows exactly he does sits he take, in, does he takes the, takes the, bus, the bus to the to lrt yeah. yeah so i mean he sits in our living room yeah. With all his, you know, jacket well, and you're and right on, on bus stop, too. So, right, just around nice. the corner. Yeah. And then he just walks out at that time. Yeah. His only frustration is when the bus doesn't come when the bus is supposed to come. Mm -hmm. Because you have to stand there. And I don't know how frequently that happens, but they, you have to stand there because you can't go home. Because it could be 20 minutes before the next one Yeah, I think, the, I think the city still, you know, there's a lot of work uh, that still has to be done. We talk about uh, living in the suburbs. And I think Avenue Magazine, well, I know Avenue Magazine, they're... they're um, latest edition was talking about why we love the suburbs so much and and about the costs of, of housing on on there out there compared to infill and you know skinny houses and whatever it is you know closer to the core mm -hmm. um but as long as we keep building out in this city mm. um and i'm witnessing it firsthand because 10 years ago when we moved out to where we were people would have thought we were in the boonies that we lived out in the middle of the nowhere uh, middle of nowhere yeah and we have two huge housing projects coming right down the road and within the next 10 years will be on our doorstep. Um, I don't see any I, any plans out there. What's what's going as far as, as, far as transit? busing, tra yeah. any of that sort of stuff. And it's probably in the pipe somewhere. You know, the closest would be up up in the Hamptons. Yeah. But there's no, you know, there's no park and get on the bus. Is the assumption there, you so. you people out there don't ride buses? Well, the, yeah, the assumption is uh, what it would be is that the, there's not the population out there mm, for the buses support, yet, yet. Yeah, yeah. But give it another five or ten years, it certainly will be. There's supposed to be another forty, fifty thousand people living in that area within the next ten years. I mean, the yeah. the Riverview, it's the Riverview development plan, which goes all the way from the end of 184th Street off Anthony Hendy Drive. Um, west out towards us, south all the way down 199th Street and going all the way up north 199th Street up to tapping into the Hamptons. 
I mean, that's it's a that's a huge area. I just had the weirdest thought. What? I was just thinking about development, and we've been around Edmonton mm-hmm. quite a long time. And even in this area by us, uh, Windermere, of course, uh, South Edmonton Common mm-hmm. used to be a big field, yeah. right? But and I've been married, what, 25 yeah. years? So it has to be 26 years ago. But roughly where our house sits now uh, used to be where uh, Carol and I would uh, zip out to, to kiss. <laughs> to watch the stars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who knew that down the road? <laughs> well, that was it. When I moved here in 2000, Williger was just being built. There was nothing out there. Right. Right? When my husband it was, was growing up. was nothing but fields. When my husband was growing up, Saddleback Road south was <laughs> nothing but farm. Wow. It was just nothing but, but uh, and I and I get that. Oh, listen to the old fogies on the radio know, talking about how it used to be. You'll see. But look how, <laughs> how, how yeah. far out we're getting and mm-hmm. what are the plans are. Far out, man. For it. And I said to... I'm thinking, okay, someone needs to come up with an idea for a great pub yeah. or all of these things in all of these places. Like, even in the Windermere. The Nye and I pub. Yeah, Windermere needs, all, you know, yeah. some more of that stuff. Oh, I agree. Gas stations, convenience stores. Well, let's start with bars and see where we get. Okay. Four twenty-five. Your word of the day. Also, just been uh, handed a couple pair of tickets to go see Sam Smith next Wednesday at Rogers Place. We'll do some contesting coming up on that in just a little bit. A couple phone calls on hold. Hey, Chris. Hi. Uh, thanks for uh, having me talk. Um, there's an app called Transit. It's uh, recommended by the City of Edmonton. It uses the GPS uh, that's been installed in every single bus in the fleet. And uh, you know, so you can use it to see when a bus will be coming. Uh, you can say from where I am, give my phone, where's the nearest stop to get to a particular destination. Uh, it uses Google Maps, so it's pretty easy to, mm. to mm. pick a destination. And that way you're not sitting in the cold for hours on end uh, wondering, is that bus coming? You know when it's coming. You know, oh, it's late. I can uh, uh, wait inside a little bit longer for that bus to come. What's it called uh, again, Chris? It's just called Transit. Tran- oh, just no, okay, Transit. It, it's, it's a nice, simple name. Transit. Sounds like Uber yeah. for uh, buses. <laughs> That's great. In a way, yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, similar. You pick your destination and go. You can say, I want to I go in uh, an hour and figure out how, when to do that. Or if you're a slow walker like me, you tap on a little bit of time to when you're getting to the stop because it, Google Maps thinks you're walking like 10 kilometers an hour. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Chris. Have a fantastic weekend. Thanks. You guys have a good day. Okay, bye. bye-bye. Hi, Larry. Hey, how are you? I'm good. What's going on? Uh, you're talking about Saddleback Road and whatnot. I'm, a, I'm not saying I'm old. I remember when 51st Avenue was a dirt road. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was born and raised in this burg, and on the north side where I lived there, we went to the tracks of the CN Yards, where after that was nothing but pasture. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. So, yeah, I've seen this, uh, I've seen this burg grow up. It's yeah, it's like you used how, to used to ride your horse down uh, 51st, <laughs> I'm guessing. Wish I had a horse. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, you guys are talking about the Grand Palladium for that uh, vacation draw? Yeah. yeah. What a grand group those guys are. Absolutely fantastic service. That is one trip. Whoever wins it will be happier than heck to be at. Have, really? you, have you been to the one that we're going to and? No, I haven't been to Jamaica. I've been to the one in um, in Mexico by Tulum. Yes. And it's absolutely fantastic. And my brother's been to the one in Jamaica, and he tells me it's the same as Mexico. Oh, wonderful. Just can't be beat. 
Well, come on, join us, Larry. Yeah, why don't you get your old uh, visa? You've been around the planet long <laughs> enough to afford this trip. Well, I wish I could, but uh, I'm going for, for Cuba for Christmas, mm. and then we're thinking about maybe doing something in February. No. Oh. But hmm. I am entering the contest. Okay. All right, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Larry, thanks for this. Have a great weekend. You too. Okay, Jenna. Hey, you know, while we're still talking about uh, city stuff... I just said chow now. Yeah, I heard it. I just wanted to keep Sorry. moving. Yeah. Yeah. I ever tell you about the time I was talking to an MLA, and I knew her so well. I've known her for years. Aww. You know who I'm talking about. I love you. Yeah, I ended the call with, okay, love you, honey. Mm -hmm. It's like, what? Yeah. It was just like, God, did I just do that? I bet you... Well... Here's the thing, Chedville, have you ever done this? Because, and, and who did it happen with? I was sending an email this morning and Jay Lynn corrected to, for some reason, oh, no. I love you, babe, XOXO. How do you, what? I don't know why it did it, but I caught it. Now, who was I sending it to? I was sending it to... Mr. Ramirez at Secrets in Puerto Vallarta. Oh, nice. Still dealing with, like that. with that. And I'm like, hey, I love you, babe, XOXO. And I was like, stop. <laughs> Make sure it doesn't it doesn't send. <laughs> have you ever done that, Chedville? Have you accidentally said Something love you, you babe? shouldn't have. Or, you know, this comes out. It was Heather Klemchuk, by the way. The MLA. Yeah. That, yeah. Has this ever come up where somebody, you're you're talking about somebody to somebody else, but you accidentally send that to them? I've done that. Never. Oh, I have. Or where <laughs> you you go to reply, but just oh, as know. you're doing that, somebody else texts, and they're now at the I top know. of the list. And without looking, oh. you hit that and go, oh, you know, so-and-so can go, you know, you know where. And it's like, oh, I think I just told my wife. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's bad. What I was going to say. I think before, that's, you know, foot in the mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no text. walking that back. Yeah. I wish there was a way to delete texts you know, on that guy's phone instead of your own. Just wanted to say uh, as well, because we were talking to Jesse Byer yesterday. He was at the grand opening of the Walter Dale Bridge. Mm, yeah. uh, I don't think I'm alone on this. I love that bridge. And I got to tell you, it became, uh, you know, despite the problems with construction, the delays and the costs and all the mm -hmm. litigation that's going to follow as we try and find the contractor for going overboard. Well, uh, they, they're the ones that have to pay, right? Yeah, so exactly right. Not us. And it's got a two-year warranty on it. So that should be it's good. It's a beautiful bridge. It really is. And it's become, I think, an Edmonton landmark instantaneously. It just, the pictures to of me, downtown with that bridge are fabulous. When you're driving down into the city, it's like, oh, the city looks like a big, a it does. big girl city now or a it big does. boy city now. Yeah, it, that's exactly right. I really like that bridge. And it's interesting, uh, when I was doing the sourdough thing, mm. we got stuck under there because it was in the rainstorm for quite yeah. a bit. And the fellow who was captaining the boat actually worked on the Walterdale, who was a big part of oh. of that project, but was showing all the different things, like the, the rocks on the side. That If you look, there's almost like, um, not baskets, but... Um, uh, what do you got? The the plants that they've built right into the rocks oh, in the I containers see. in oh, there yeah, to help okay. the natural vegetation yes. come back. It's it's really quite neat. There's a lot of intricacies that are underneath the bridge and on the either end oh. um, to I help everything all come back. Yeah, it was really really cool. Hey, you ever been on vacation and uh, get your bill for roaming and you're like, ah, I had no idea it was going to be that much. Yeah. yeah. Just talking about the delays, that bridge, construction, it was $155 yeah. million. Dollars. It was supposed to be completed in 2015. Mm -hmm. Now, we just had the grand mm -hmm. opening, right? Uh, although it has been open prior to that. Here's the penalty to the contractor. Uh, $10,000 a day. Yeah, they knew it, though. Yeah, for site occupancy. $7,000 a day for admin costs. 
Uh, our mayor is saying the contractor already owed the city about twelve mm. million dollars in penalties, and some of that money has already been recouped. I'd just like to get that bill. At the end of the day. Well, they knew it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know you're going over, and you know well, what the what that is. Hey, listen, if you get your it's imp- kind if you of get your get steel the from right. the lowest bid, <laughs> that's get what the, happens. Get the bridge right. <laughs> exactly. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.